Welcome to this month's IDH podcast. My name is Emma Ruares. Today, we will talk about gender in the flower sector. I have with me Sonia Cordera, Project Manager Fresh and Ingredients at IDH, with a focus on the flower sector and fresh fruits and vegetables. We'll learn more about the project she's been involved in in Ethiopia and why a gender approach is not only important for the workers, but also for the businesses and sector as a whole. So Sonia, how was the project started? We have worked on gender, especially with the flowers program, since uh, almost since the beginning and the start uh, of our program. We launched the initiative, uh, Floriculture Sustainability Initiative, FSI, in 2013. And as an initiative, uh, at that moment, it uh, was needed to organize the sector around uh, one table to bring all partners on the topic of sustainability, to think about what were the challenges there and what could be done as a sector to improve of course, the conditions of production of flowers and plants in Europe, but also in other countries that are selling to Europe a lot of their products. And right now, we have started with a few, few players at that moment, but right now we have more than 50 partners around the table. It's really a, became a global initiative. Uh, so we have retailers, traders, but also producers, and of course, also civil, civil society organizations around the table that contributes and brings their knowledge, especially on uh, specific topics, like, for example, the gender. The real goal and, um, of the initiative and the vision that was agreed with all members at the beginning is to work together to reach uh, the goal of having 90% of flowers and plants responsibly produced and traded by 2020. One of the options for all uh, partners of FSI is to submit a project proposal that can be uh, co-funded by IDH. And one of the first that we received was really taking a special focus on gender. Gender as, as a topic, in any case, uh, generally perceived as a very important issue for the sector, and mainly for the reason that the majority of workers are women, uh, around the 80%. Also, they are very young, so between 18 and 25 years old uh, in general. And the focus uh, at the beginning was the decision was to focus especially on Africa, where the majority of uh, roses that are exported to Europe come from. And these are two countries that account for, uh, are very important in the, in the flowers business, account for the 20% of global flowers exports. The focus was, uh, was more on Ethiopia since uh, the beginning, because it was a country that entered last, actually, uh, into, into this business around 10 years ago. But um, the activities there have really uh, grown quickly and is now become the fourth uh, global exporter of, um, of flowers and accounts also for 8% of the export value for, uh, for the country. So it's an important sector uh, as well. The project proposal was submitted by the Ethiopian Horticulture Producer Exporter Association, FEA. Together with uh, one of the partners of FSI, that is a BSR, is a, a civil society organization that are real expert on working on gender and has a broad experience in working also in different sectors. So the, the project was submitted, IDH, and we discussed it, and together uh, we started the pilot phase in 2014, and it was one-year project at that moment. So the entire idea of the project was uh, really to work together with FEA to First of all, strengthen their capacity on gender, so become uh, understand the, the issue, the problems and the challenges on how to work on such a difficult topic with the workers and together with the farms. 
So FEA, uh, of course, is the exporter association of uh, the producers of flowers uh, in Ethiopia. So it means that has connection with all the farms that export flowers uh, out of the country. So working with them uh, in creating this project on gender uh, enable us to reach um, a number of farms and actually trying to bring them on board on this project. After the first pilot that was just one year, we, we also agreed together to have a second phase of the project that is still running and will end at the end of this year. And the target is to really work together with the farms that are involved in increasing the knowledge about hygiene, health and gender-based violence and reaching out to 20,000 workers that are uh, working the different farms that are part of the project, together with really uh, trying to build the capacity uh, around the fair that can be recognized as the place to go for farms when they would need also in the future support on this specific um, approach. So the approach of the project is to create a gender committees where both uh, male and female workers are represented. And it works with uh, BSR training EFEA and together with EFEA training the gender committee members that become and act as a peer-to-peer educators for the rest of the workforce in the farms. And another very important point is, of course, the creation of gender policies and internal procedures at the farm level as a first step for then really trying to tackle uh, this issue. Ethiopia is, uh, is facing difficult times uh, from a political perspective. So in the past years, we have seen diff- several moments of tensions and riots that have complicated also the execution and implementation of the program and have contributed also in having a high uh, turnover in terms of staff for the farm involved in the project. And this is, of course, uh, always a challenge because when you are new people, you have also to restart, let's say, the trainings and, uh, and the intervention. Recently, we have also commissioned a study uh, to really capture and trying to, to reflect uh, and capture more data, both qualitative and quantitative, to substantiate the business case of, uh, of having intervention on genders. And actually, one of the key learnings that come out also from, uh, from this specific study is that farms are also facing the challenge of really recording data in a, in a way that also enable us as donors, of course, but also all the partners involved, including the HR systems at the farm level, to really record also uh, change. So what have been really the impact of all the activities? During the implementation of the project, we, we have identified three key points for success. And uh, the first one is uh, the management involvement uh, of the farm, the management of the farm that should be really involved in the project and backing up uh, the, new, the new policies, uh, enforcing them. So that uh, creating a gender policy in a farm does not remain just as a paper exercise, but really will change the dynamics uh, at, at the workplace. The second one is also the importance of having both women and men sitting in the gender committees. And this creates a better understanding of, uh, of the challenges from both parts and also enable the men to, to also be part of the change and feeling that kind of uh, uh, intervention as their own as well, because you have to change the mindset, the approach that, that is common you know, at the workplace. So you need also their participation in this transition. And third one, uh, I would say, is the data. So it's, it's really also from the HR perspective of the farms, the importance of recording uh, uh, the data in a way that you can really monitor change. And this is important, of course, from a project perspective to be able to demonstrate the impact, but also, I think, from the management side as well to really 
understand when you are uh, investing in uh, in trainings in this case of uh, of your workers what it really bringing in maybe just few years of time and the result reached so far is that the 300 gender committee members were trained um, and uh, uh, they uh, act and were able to educate and, and work together with the workers around 13,000 workers so far for the workers during this project, it meant so far to really uh, be able to have a voice at the management level, so to express their own concerns and, uh, and challenges. It changes on this kind of topic that requires time, uh, also um, really bringing the management of the farms together in changing internal policies. Uh, one of the results, for example, has been also having um, more women promoted uh, in different managerial positions in the farms. And from the farm owner's perspective, this is an important project because it really helped to improve, uh, of course, the participation and um, in, uh, condition of the workers on their workplace. And at the end, the workers are the, are the force of, the, of your business. So you want to also have them uh, being healthy and in a good condition to, to also work uh, with the right approach. One of the results reached by the program so far is that female workers feel more informed, but also secure and confident at the workplace. And in a couple of the farms that participated to the study, we have also seen that um, as a result of the first uh, uh, gender committee uh, decisions and proposal, for example, the, the maternity leave was extended as well or as the breastfeeding time that is given to, to workers. And this, of course, helps to increase worker satisfaction. And, um, and this is also important from a commercial uh, perspective. So from a private company, it's, uh, it's really important to have a committed workforce, especially with, uh, with our partners. Not always gender have been at the center of the attention, but seeing also the good results reached in such a difficult context, uh, like the one in Ethiopia, uh, has also inspired others to try to uh, define a new intervention in this area. For the sector, of course, there is still a lot to do in Ethiopia. It's not a project that will, uh, let's say, complete and finish by 2018. Uh, but what we are also happy to have supported so far, also Ethiopia in really becoming more and more knowledgeable and systematic and also to be able to talk and discuss with the different farms this, uh, this topic. So the conversation is ongoing and um, we will see, of course, there will be needed a different kind of intervention also in the future. As a next step, and what is uh, ACPEA actually busy with, is finalizing the uh, gender criteria points that will be included in the code of conduct of ACPEA. It is like a standard, so farms in Ethiopia will get uh, will get an audit and will be also checked on the gender criteria. So this is a way also to go uh, to reach those farmers that are not yet involved in the project, and to bring the gender questions and uh, and points also to their workplace. So this is very important for the Ethiopian flower sector uh, to profile themselves uh, themselves at the global level, uh, the global market, and because at the end uh, nobody as a consumer of flowers actually wants to buy a bouquet that includes any kind of exploitation of workers. Thank you for listening. If you're interested in our other podcasts, visit our channel IDH Trade on SoundCloud or sign up for our monthly newsletter to always receive the latest news and podcasts in your inbox. You'll hear back from us next month.